0: Hey everybody, welcome to the After Amen podcast. I'm Josh.
1: And I'm Tanya. And we are excited to have you here for another episode. So we're just going to jump right in. We hope you enjoy. Okay, as promised, we are back with the To Be Continued. So Alicia's going to start us off kind of where we left off um, so that we can kind of remember where we were and and we're going to just flow.
2: All right. Alicia. Okay, um, it's in First Peter 4. I'm going to go verses 9 through 11, okay? It says, Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If anyone speaks, let him speak as, a, as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do, do so. Let him do it as with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen.
1: Amen.
3: That's good. So God gave me a vision of, in 2020, our very first well-worthy retreat. He gave me a vision of a glacier and then an iceberg breaking off into the ocean. And this confused me because I wasn't really sure why God would give me a vision like this, but I took that into my quiet place and I just meditated over that. And what God was showing me was that with the glacier, so a glacier is a slow moving frozen river. Yes, and it does move. It might only move one inch in a year, but it is consistently moving. So what God was showing me was I need I needed, me personally, I needed to be slow, consistent, and steady in my relationship with Him. That means a daily, personal, intimate relationship with my Creator, my mm-hmm. God. And so then, and only then, will He break me off and put me out into the ocean and with the iceberg he showed me that the people around me should only be able to see the very tip of my relationship with him because in an iceberg the only thing visible is maybe I would even say Mm one-eighth of mm -hmm. the the, um, the large mass of the iceberg. That's so good. my friends only see just a small portion of what my relationship with God is truly like in my quiet time, in the darkness, because an ocean is dark and it is rampant and um, not chaotic. My relationship with God is not, not chaotic, but mm-hmm. we work through things. God and I work mm-hmm. through things that are... Um, weighing me down, um, difficult times. Anyway, that's what's underneath the water, and it's a a lot bigger than what these ladies see. However, when I can be in those moments, and when I'm in those moments with God, then I can go and step into Anna's life and overpour into her because my iceberg underneath the water is so much larger than what these girls see on the top, on the peak. Mm -hmm. So my my prayer for every woman and man that is listening to this podcast is create time and space for you and god to have intimacy yes and i know that's going to look different for everybody Mm -hmm. because we're all at different walks in our relationship with god it can be five minutes It can be while you're still laying in bed with your eyes closed before you wake up. It can be in the middle of the night, God wakes you up and you spend three hours with him. It's different for everybody in every season of your life. However, if you are wanting to cultivate that friendship, there has to be overflow. Mm -hmm.
0: That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. So... (laughs) <laughs> to kind of piggyback off of what you were saying, you have to steward your your relationship with God well, so that from the overflow, you'll have relationships with others, mm-hmm. and then you have to steward that well, as well. Second <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Kings two two talks about Elijah and Elisha. Um, Then Elijah said to Elisha, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me on to Bethel. But Elisha said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So they went to Bethel. And um, because of Elisha's faithfulness to God and to his friend, um, in in the end of that kind of story, God gave Elisha a double portion. Mm. And then in Job 42.10, And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. So that right there is two wonderful um, descriptions of how important friendship is to God in the Bible. Because these two um, friendships were stewarded well, he gave double portions to these two men. Um, So it's important for us to recognize the friendships as a blessing from God. Yes because we're able to see God in our friends and experience his love through them. And a lot of times the spirit will guide our friend. Not a lot of times. Um, most of the time, I feel like the spirit will guide your friends to give you words from God. Um, and they sometimes they don't even realize it, but you're mm-hmm. just obedient and, um, receive that from them, and so anyway, it's just it's important to have God-like friends and to steward that friendship well, and to not take advantage or um, be ungrateful for it. That's good. That's good. Oh.
1: Nancy's
4: castle, let's I, <laughs> I don't know I, it's just kind of kind of off of what mandy was talking about with time with lord like if i'm being honest there are most times i don't want to get up and sit down and be still and i just don't want to and and i've struggled with that because i'm like what's wrong with me that i don't want to do that that i don't want to spend time with the the creator of my soul, the the mm-hmm. one who gave me the things that I'm so grateful for. And I was watching something the other day and it was talking about consistency. And if anybody's ever gone to the gym for an extended period of time, mm-hmm. you know, the <laughs> consistency of it, when you first start going, you don't want to go. Mm-hmm. And then by like the, the second, third month, you start seeing results. And that kind of entices you and you feel better and you want to go It's the consistency and it's no different than your quiet time with God I feel like sometimes it may not be I mean I'm flesh and so I want to sleep those extra 30 minutes I don't Mm want to get up at two o'clock in the morning and talk to anybody okay Lindsay
1: you can stop stepping on my toes I I want to sleep thank you
4: but that (laughs) consistency is what is key because that's that's how we that's how we create that relationship with Jesus. That's how me and Alicia, if I just saw her and spoke to her once every year on Easter, <laughs> we would not be very close.
1: Yeah, it's funny that you that you say that because Connor has said the very same thing on this podcast before. Like literally used the same analogy.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, y'all on the same page. Uh, so I think it's, it's also like when you don't want to spend time, when you're seeing that that's becoming like a, I don't know, a problem. Chore. I want to say yeah. a problem, a chore. If it's becoming a chore, yeah. you have to ask God to reveal what it is um, that that is keeping you from that. For me, um, sometimes I just don't want to be vulnerable. Yeah. I don't want to sit there and hear what he has to say because I, it's not fun sometimes. And so... Um, that makes me. Vulnerable. Sometimes it's because I'm scheduled, and I and I like to be on schedule. And if God did not speak in that certain amount of time that I've allotted, then I feel like a failure, you know. Um, and then sometimes it's that I've gotten so methodic in my quiet time that He can't speak because there's no room for Him. So, just know that creating your quiet time is is hard, and you have to get out of your um, you gotta get get out of your head, and you've got to be vulnerable, and you've got to create that time. But you also have to find ways to break the monotony of it because it is a daily thing. Um, It's kind of like, everything goes back to food for me. (laughs) (laughs) But if you ate the same thing every day the same way, you'd get tired of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you would change the way that you sit with God um maybe not necessarily the time maybe that's a good time for you but if you'll change that up he will speak in ways that will blow your mind mm-hmm, yeah. and sometimes it may take two hours on a trail <laughs> before he speaks because you won't shut up so <laughs> speaking from experience, speaking from experience so. <laughs>
3: and and i'll add to that sometimes it's just you sitting and crying
5: mm-hmm. the
3: the best moment the best moment I have ever had with a guide is literally balled up in my chair with a blanket completely covering me and bawling like a baby mm-hmm. um, because I needed him so bad and I could not have his physical touch. Mm-hmm. And so I was just longing for that. And, and after I had my sobbing, And he was so gracious just to let me cry it out. I wasn't angry at him. I was just lonely um, for his, just his, I just wanted him. Hmm. Um, He took me to scripture and it was such a blessing that I might not have been able to feel his arms around me and smell the scent of his holiness, but he comforted me in his scripture. Hmm. And that, I did not say a word. All I did was cry and sob and just read one line of scripture and I felt just like i was in his arms in his presence and so it might just look like that
0: Mm
5: -hmm. i just love you mandy i know she has i love that i have a friend who can cry with me (laughs) (laughs) So i'm going back to anna's scripture real fast on that job 42 10. where did i see i just found this it says for when and while he was praying there was a turn in his affairs. He presently found himself in better health. His friends came about him and his substance began to increase. Satan had no more power over him,
2: mm-hmm.
5: and the presence mm-hmm. of God was with him, all which was of the Lord, and he enjoyed it in the way of prayer and as the fruit of that. So um going to let's see. Proverbs. 1320 it says walk with the wise and become wise associate with fools and get in trouble Mm -hmm. so that's kind of going back to what we were talking about in that first podcast too about like self-isolation and stuff as well i think that that in this bible right here he has given us plenty of, of times to where um you know we do need friends to come along beside us and i think that um (laughs) <laughs> but um I think that he um he gives us this uh, gives us our friends you know to to rally behind us and, mm-hmm. and you know they come beside us mm-hmm. and they pray for us and let's pray for them as well and I just think that that's like you've gotta like we've said several several times you've got to find your tribe they've got to be the girls that will um stick by your side no matter what mm-hmm. and it's very important to find those
2: but we have to make a choice, right, Lou? We have to make a choice to come out of that grave. Mm-hmm. Yep. God saved us from the grave, and we have to walk mm-hmm. in that, right?
5: Mm-hmm. Very right. <laughs> 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 it's,
1: okay. it's okay. We're we're nothing, nothing so but a bunch of little crybabies cry over here. It's nothing okay. It's okay. okay. I'm 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 owning that. I'm owning oh. that. Uh, I'm. uh... Me and Lou, we cry together
0: um to piggyback off of what Lou was saying it's it is so invaluable um, they're laughing at me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> It's so invaluable to know that I have this tribe, my people, my tribe Uh um, that I know without a shadow of a doubt that if I'm dealing with something, um, if I'm dealing with something in the flesh, like if something is going on in this world in the flesh that I need help with to get through, if something spiritual in the spiritual realm is going on, I know that I can call on these women and that they will all drop to their knees immediately and call Mm -hmm. down heaven for me. Mm -hmm. And that is so powerful. Powerful, to know mm-hmm. that I have that. Like I know that I can go to God at any time and that I have this unlimited um limited access to Him. But to know that I have this tribe of women that will also do it all at the same time, whoo that that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Woo, woo.
1: I'm just going to tell you, I have to speak on that for just a minute, so y'all have no idea what Wednesday did for me, so just to give a little background, um Wednesday, I was facing some very, very dark stuff, had been for several days, and, um... This may be old to everybody else, but it's kind of new to us. We've started using Marco Polo so we can like video message each other, which has been wonderful because we don't get to see each other all week. So a lot of times, so some of us do, but some of us don't. tote each other around on our own. Yes, we do, and I love it. I'm all about. Thank you, about it. Katie Mac, for doing that. Yeah. Yes, thank you Katie, Katie, Mack. Mack. thank you, Katie Mac. Katie Um, but um, we were talking Wednesday, and I had just hit a wall and had enough like i just did i felt like i literally could not take one more thing and um i got on marco polo and i just got really vulnerable and normally i'm not like that but i just was like i i don't know what else to do y'all i'm I'm so heavy i'm so this that and the other and um kind of shared the situation and i was getting notification it was like
4: ding, 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 on
1: my phone because they were all coming back with the most encouraging um words they were they were praying with me they were um you know that 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 righteous anger that you get when when someone is hurting for needless reasons and that is what you want in your tribe. Not for them to just always look at you and say, you're right. That person shouldn't have done this or that shouldn't be like that. But to, but to come alongside you and say, we're going to pray God's will in this situation and we're going to lift you up. If it means you can't get out of that situation or it doesn't iron out exactly the way you want it to, we're still going to pray for God's will and that God give you the strength that you need to get through that um and that's what it's all about that's what we that's what every one of us need
3: yeah
1: you know we all need those people in our lives that are not just gonna pat us on the bottom and tell us what we want to hear but tell us what we need to hear even if it's the hard stuff and even and even if it's um not that oh well let me go fix this for you right now even if it's just the tough stuff that says. I don't know how you're going to get through it, but I'm going to help you and I'm mm-hmm. going to pray with you and I'm going to come alongside you. Right. I mean, those are the things um you know that you need to hear. And I going back to your Job 42:10 before we just move on to anything else. You know, the key to that scripture is those friends of Job's were terrible to him at, at different points throughout. You know, at first they were all supportive and just sat with him. But then it throughout the, the book of Job, they constantly accused him of being ungodly and sinful. Otherwise, there's no way this could have happened to you, Job. No way. You had to do something. What did you do? What did you do? What did you do? Blame. Yes. And all of that time, Job sat there and took it. And you know, he had to get bitter, you know, as a, as a, as a human, you have to look at these people and say, you're supposed to be my friend, you know, but it was not until like you said, that he not only prayed for them, but he forgave them. When we let go of things. And this is why I'm saying this. When we let go of things and we start to pray for those who've hurt us, things shift yep. so and i haven't even told any of y'all this so this is the first time you're hearing it thursday morning at 3 45 a.m god woke me up mm. and i was like i just, i just want to go back to sleep i'm tired <laughs> you know i had stayed up late trying to wait on my dad to get home um we were at my dad's house and i was trying to wait on him to get home and he was working a really bad wreck and i just kind of wanted to put my arms around him and love on him and because I hadn't seen him in a while, and um, I, I couldn't stay up any longer. So, I'd gone to bed, and I was I was exhausted, and I was like, Lord, why are you waking me up? It's been a hard day, you know, and you're waking me up at 3.45 a.m. I've got a long day ahead of me. You know, i got to go to this house, that house. I just don't want to be up, Lord. I'm, I'm going back to sleep. I tried my best to go back to sleep for about five minutes, and the Lord said, pray for that person. I wanted to fall out of my bed. I was like, I do not want to do that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. And so I began to pray and I cried and I prayed and I cried and I prayed. And to be honest with you, I didn't feel some massive breakthrough. But what I do feel is that now I have the confidence that I'm trusting the right person and I'm being obedient. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know it's not always easy, but we have to, you know, walk that out. And I don't know that if y'all had not come around me and prayed that I would have been that sensitive Mm -hmm. because my normal self is not to, because I have trouble sleeping anyway. So if I can go back to sleep, I'm going back to sleep (laughs) to try Mm -hmm. to get my rest. But If y'all had not come alongside me and encouraged me and made me realize the importance of praying for that person, despite everything, I don't know that I would have been sensitive. And I think I haven't felt the breakthrough yet, but I feel like I'm on the cusp of that breakthrough because
0: I was obedient. So... Um... I know this really doesn't have anything to do with friendship, but I feel pricked. so forgiveness is such a hard um, thing to deal with, to do, um, but I feel like God's been chasing me down for forgiveness for the last several months, um, and it just keeps coming back up, so... Um, but that was something that has helped me. And just like you have said, like, I'm not there yet, but I feel like my heart is softened toward my situation. Mm-hmm. And that that's exactly, I had to start praying for the person mm-hmm. that, um, that i needed to forgive i had to start praying for them the blessings that i wished yeah. or that i prayed for for myself mm-hmm. the blessings that i have already received um like yes. my salvation and my sobriety were my two main ones that i prayed yeah. over them two of the blessings that i'm the most grateful for that god has blessed me with and then other blessings that like At one time, it was for this house that we're in right now. Thank you, Jesus, for the blessing of this house. But I prayed for this house for a long time. So I prayed for a house for this person. Like, I know that might sound silly, but when you humble yourself um, to pray the things that you're praying for, for this person that you're feeling this anger for or to. That's good. It softens you, and nine times out of ten, unfortunately, not unfortunately, um, but (laughs) unfortunately for my flesh, (laughs) (laughs) I learn things or it is things are revealed to me. Um, because you know, when you go to God praying, Lord, change this person, you just God changed this person's heart, they have done this and they have done that to me, and God be like, Let me tell you something about yourself. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) a lot of things were revealed to me that, um, that I needed to do better with and to change, and so I don't, I don't feel that I have fully gotten or that I have arrived in, in that specific situation. But um, I'm working on it. But I do know that he has just shown me so much about myself, um, that I realized I needed to work on myself just as much or more than they needed, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, I've always said when you start
1: praying or talking to God about. Somebody else, he usually shows you all the things about yourself. That... Yep. <laughs> so, but so you graciously. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you, <Lord. laughs> not always fun, but.
3: So to add to that, um,
1: and I love that
3: God is 100% in control of this, because this is not on our topic, but on his topic. That's right. Sure. Um, so I just recently went through something that was devastating. Um. And through that whole process, now this is less than a week old, through this whole process of just working through it, my one, the one thing that I've, I've worked hard in not doing is to bad mouth mm-hmm. another person because of what is happening to me. Mm-hmm. Because I know God is doing this for a reason and that I am under his authority, even though that This might be an attack from Satan. God has me. Mm -hmm. And and we've all referenced this. We are not fighting flesh and bone. We are are fighting the spirit, the spiritual Mm -hmm. warfare going around us. Mm -hmm. So I know the devil is trying to attack me, but God has me 100%. And so the one thing that I have really stewarded is not to speak ill of the people that are allowing this to happen to me. Um, and James 3.10 says, Out of the same mouth proceeds blessings and cursings. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. And so I have tried to let that verse carry me through the past five days. And I got around people were that were not my camp. They're not mm-hmm. like-minded as me. And we started discussing my situation and immediately, um, condemnation started coming against the person that is attacking me. Mm -hmm. And then I got in a mindset of that. And though I did not participate fully, I did in some way, but not fully, it still made my soul sick.
1: Mm -hmm.
5: It made
3: me nauseous it just hurt. And I, that night could not sleep. So I went into a repentance, um, posture of God bless this person. And I'm so sorry that even the thoughts crossed my mind Mm -hmm. for this person to carry the weight that they've allowed me to carry. And so, even though I, it's hard, and you're going to get hurt by people that you have poured into, that you have tried to steward well. They're still going to um, turn on you. Um, you are going to pull out of friendships that were not kingdom based, and they are going—they're going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. You must, 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 for your sake, love on them in your prayer life. And so that night when I, and this just happened a day ago, when I got into my quiet time with God and I started praying blessings over them and the people that they're involved with, I received a text from this person and it was just, I love you. Mm. So whatever's going on to where they took the actions to hurt me, God was able to, in that moment, reach out to them and give them maybe a piece of forgiveness for themselves Mm -hmm. because they know what they've done to me. Mm -hmm. And the consequences of that have been um,
1: forever. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay,
2: so I always like really, okay, Mandy is very elaborate in the way she explains (laughs) things, which is awesome. I'm simple-minded, and so... Um, God just kept saying, you have to remember I died for them too. Yeah. And if you can always have the mindset of he died for them too, then you can, then you can find God's heart in that and you can pray for them the things that you would want prayed for you. Um, (laughs) so I just think that it's very important that if you, you have simple phrases in your mind sometimes
4: to go back to. Okay. I'm simple minded too. (laughs) And so, whenever um, whenever things like that come up in my life, and it it can genuinely be as something like something as small as like someone cutting me off, mm-hmm. and like what I think in that moment is what Jesus said on the cross: "Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do." Mm-hmm. Because just because like we're in situations, you know, and, and maturity levels are different, different levels, you know. Of course, you know, we're all different. So Satan can use someone. And they not be aware that they're being used as an avenue for him to get to you through them. Mm-hmm. And so that's what my mind always goes back to is they don't know that they're being used.
2: Do you mean also at the drive thru?
4: <laughs> that was never my issue. That was only your work. <laughs> I am very nice mm-hmm. to waiters and waitresses, oh, even in the drive thru. No, it's not
5: so to-
4: <laughs> she 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 oh, she, about made, she, me she, me <laughs> she <laughs> about made me cry. She about made me cry. I'm gonna have
1: to go to my closet. <laughs> <laughs> so so to piggyback off of what you said, um, or what all of you were saying, is there is a certain situation in my life right now where um I have to be very careful what I say and how I say it. But it has affected every single part of my family and some others outside my family, and they've been hurt. And I'm the type of person that you can hurt me all you want to, but hurt my kids, my husband, and those that I care about, and that's when I have a hard time and um i had to make some hard choices some really really hard choices choices that weren't comfortable we as a family my husband and i for our family and and other members of our family and friends had to make some choices that um they weren't easy and then we've had to kind of be I don't want to use the word attacked because that sounds sounds like I'm a victim. But we've had to experience some residual effects, let me put it that way, that have also been very hurtful. And I had to make some decisions in correlation with that. I'm trying to be really sensitive because I don't want to... Say things I shouldn't say, but I'm saying all of that to say that I had to make decisions to distance myself even further than what I the 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 than the main decision that we made. I had to distance myself further from from those um uh, those adverse effects. Let me just put it that way, and. I have had to really work on not being bitter and not being angry and not dwelling in that. So thank y'all for being vulnerable and sharing those things, because it just makes me realize that the one area I've failed and I'm being very vulnerable right now. when I say this, the one area that I've failed is yes, I've, I've distanced myself and yes, I've pulled myself away from that, but, I have not made a conscious effort as a family unit to pray for this person and these people and to really, it's not that we haven't forgiven, but we haven't gone out of our way to spend time at the feet of Jesus asking God to move. Mm-hmm. for this person and the and these people
4: mm-hmm.
1: so thank you for being willing to share those things because it just made me realize just sitting right here that there's areas I've got to come up in because and I think that we all get to a point where we realize that There's areas where we're falling short. So this is a prime example of Mm -hmm. what friendship's all about. This is what kingdom friendship
2: looks like. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, exactly. This is a live recording, recorded (laughs) example of that very
0: thing. So thank you. Um. Mandy said it earlier and we've all talked about it uh personally together too is that we have to recognize and call it out that this is not a war on flesh on flesh that this is a spirit mm. this is spiritual warfare yeah um and just like how you need to be able to um dis- discern and determine god's voice you need to be that close with him so that you know that that's him speaking to you you got to be able to understand and recognize and realize that it's the enemy speaking to you uh-huh. as well yeah so that you can call that out yeah. And and get mad, get righteously angry in the spiritual realm instead of at that person. And when, yep. for me personally, when I've been able to recognize and realize that, I've been better able to fight my battle spiritually by prayer instead of just staying and wallering in that um, <laughs> fleshly anger. We like that word. We waller. do like waller. We like to waller.
1: That
2: is a word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Technically, I think
1: it's wallow, uh-uh, but, but waller. it's
0: a word we in here <laughs> right now, so
1: it's waller here in the sip. It's waller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lou, you got some stuff to share? I know you do. You're sitting over there <laughs> in her notebook. Well, i just—she's uh, a quiet giant, yes, she oh,
5: is. Boy. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, I just kind of go, I guess, piggyback off of you, Anna. And I had wrote down, and I think we've probably shared this at some of our retreats but a relationship is the key to knowing God's voice and to hearing when he speaks to you and that is Mm -hmm. so so very important like it really is that simple like if you don't have a relationship with him then everything else is kind of pointless like you Mm -hmm. don't even have a clue what we've even been talking about honestly yeah (laughs) that's true so that is something that I would definitely say to get in your Bible and close your door or whatever you wanted. to Go in your closet, go wherever you would like to go and, and just have that intimate one-on-one um, relationship with Him. Because if you don't have that, then all of this won't. Manifest yeah. and yeah, come to be, and
1: because he's the one that teaches you how to forget, yeah, absolutely, he's the one that teaches you how to have grace, he's the one that teaches you how to be a friend. Everything in this word points to Christ mm-hmm. Old Testament points to Christ, New Testament points to Christ, everything points to Christ. And if we have that intimate relationship with him, then he teaches us how to be a friend. Mm -hmm. how to forgive I remember my husband and I went through some things and he looked at me at one point and he said I'm afraid you'll never forgive me and I this was completely the Holy Spirit because I wouldn't in my flesh probably wouldn't have but I literally looked at him and I said Who am I not to forgive you if God forgave me? Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And that was completely Holy Spirit led because I normally would not say that. (laughs) But, but (laughs) that's because when you have a relationship with Christ and my relationship with Christ wasn't nowhere near what it needed to be then. But when you have that relationship with Christ and you, you, you cultivate that he teaches you how to give that grace the same grace that he gave you on a minuscule scale, right. of course. But but he teaches you how to do that mm-hmm. and how to cultivate those friendships.
5: So this is scripture that can, kind of, can back that up, I guess you could say, Tanya. It says, um, Colossians 3, 13, Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave mm-hmm. you, so you must forgive others.
1: Yes, good. Oh, that's so good. And we
2: keep representing your alone time with god and i think it's very important that that listeners hear that you cannot take a man's or a woman's word yes. for what the bible mm-hmm. says. Yes. That's why it's so important to have this alone time. Uh, mm-hmm. Um you cannot follow a pastor or a speaker or anything like that. This mm-hmm. has to be intimate relationship between you and god in in, in his word. Mm-hmm. Um yep. so please know that we do not think we are an authority in this no. We um we know that the Holy Spirit um is our guide and the Lord has given us His Bible so that we will know which way to turn and so yeah. He can give us that instruction like they said to be a good friend.
1: Yeah, and I referenced this the other day on the podcast, um, and I'll reference it again because I can do that, <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, because it fits. But mm-hmm. I heard on another podcast, and it was not their quote. It was some, they were quoting someone else. And I don't, I'm sorry, y'all. I don't remember who it was. I'll look it up and I'll try to remember, but next time. But they said, if you want to hear God speak, open the Bible and read it. If you want to hear God speak out loud, open the Bible and read it out loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I Spurgeon, was just
2: saying that in my head.
6: I think that's I like
1: Spurgeon.
2: It. Is it Spurgeon?
6: Okay. It is.
1: Okay. 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 That makes sense because <laughs> that makes sense considering who I was listening to because they quote Spurgeon a I'm pretty lot. Pretty sure it was
2: your son. Oh,
1: said
2: that a few weeks
1: ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it my son that said yeah, it? He said, said that oh, last yeah, Saturday night. Yeah, that's why I was like, I've heard this <laughs> recently. Yeah, okay. He said it last Saturday night because I think we had talked about it on the podcast the week before. So, okay. yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> and that's it good. is good. It's, it's funny how that mm-hmm. correlates in so many different, yes.
2: man, it's good. I, <laughs> Sorry. I know this is off topic and I don't want to spiral into anything, but we talked about on the last part of this, the first part of this, um, about being in your darkness and you're never alone. Mm-hmm. And I just forgot, I forgot to reference Hebrews 13, 5. It's the second part of it where it says, the Lord will never leave you nor forsake you. Um, I just feel like somebody needs to hear that and um, know that you will never be as alone as the devil wants you to mm-hmm. think you are. So mm-hmm. just know that if you're hearing this podcast and you hear all the great things about friendship and you don't have one right now, that he is the friend above all friends.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 And that
2: he will be with you and he will send you what you need when you need it. Mm-hmm. Amen.
1: That's good. That's so good. Man. So
3: um, I want to piggyback on that. Yes, ma'am. So um, <laughs> God gave me a verse, um, and I'll share it. But He took me to the Greek definition, so I've kind of elaborated. Is that the right word? Yeah. Um, on that, it's Colossians one nineteen. It says, "For it passed the the Father that is Him, that in Him all the fullness should dwell." And when you look at all of that stuff up in Greek, this is what God spoke to me. And I say this before I get out of bed every morning. I am one with Jesus. To mm-hmm. me, that means I am married to Jesus. We are one. Yeah. He, he is, he, I, he carries me. Um, and I dwell in the fullness of his presence, his power, his um, agency, and his richness. That is who I am. Because jesus died for me and i get to have a relationship with him so you can be in your darkest area that sobbing daughter on that couch crying just to be held or just to have a word or a friend call but you're never alone you dwell fully in jesus in his presence his Mm -hmm. power his agency which is his heaven His agency is the kingdom, his angels, Mm -hmm. and the saints, um, and his richness. So I love that.
0: Me too. That's
3: good.
1: Mm -hmm. Really good. That's good. Well, anybody else have anything on that before we we wrap up? Okay. Well, I think we can, like I said, go on and on Mm -hmm. and on, and we have more, and... We're gonna have more of these. I just know it. Yay! And I'm so excited. This um, was fun. So much yeah. fun. Yes. Yeah. And I don't think any of us realize that forty five minutes and forty five minutes have passed by so fast. That's crazy. It is. I thought we were going home at lunch. <laughs> it That's is you It's three o'clock. It's three o'clock. <laughs> we paper brain think that
5: this will not <laughs> go for Hours. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well my husband literally said he looked at connor this morning and he said or no last night he said hey connor we're not gonna have to record for at least at least like three weeks <laughs> it's like he knows that <laughs> oh no but i want to thank each and every single one of you for um being part of this and uh making this happen so this has been huge and amazing and i am so very thankful for each and every one of you and what you bring to the table and what you bring to my life so i want you all to know that
2: thank Thank you for the opportunity yes thank you
1: um Ray, you want to pray us out
2: please
1: please? (laughs) sure okay
6: dear god i just thank you For the women that are sitting here at this table with me, Lord, I thank you, God, that we have all invested in each other's lives because you have been invested in ours. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lord, I thank you that um, we are never alone, Mm -hmm. no matter what we hear in our heads, that we're never Mm -hmm. alone, that you're with us. And God, I just thank you for the tribe that you've given us. Mm -hmm. Lord, I pray just blessings over everyone listening Mm -hmm. and those sitting at this table, Lord. God, I thank you. Lord, for just everything, as simple as that sounds, Lord, it's not. God, I thank you that you saw fit Mm -hmm. to give your sacrifice of your son for us so that Mm -hmm. we can never go a day without you. Mm -hmm. That you sent your Holy Spirit for us to be our comforter, Mm -hmm. even in the times that we do sit and cry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Lord, thank you for filling us and always being near. All we have to do is say your name, Lord, and I'm just so thankful. God, um, watch us as we go out. Lord, protect us from any evil, any harm, any disease that could come to us, God. God, I pray a complete bubble of protection around us, Lord, that mm-hmm. nothing that's not from you could touch us, God. Mm-hmm. God, I pray that your angels come down and just surround us with all your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen.
5: amen.
6: amen.
1: Thank you for joining us for another episode of the After Amen podcast. We would like to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, at After Amen Podcast, or you can send us an email at afteramenpodcast at gmail.com.
0: And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Pocket Cast.
1: Thanks for joining us.